Teachers, we're going to start off this episode by playing a game. I am going to ask you a question that maybe you've been asked in your life. Maybe you've played this game or maybe you've never been brave enough or maybe you've never felt comfortable enough to play this game. But teachers, here we go. Here's the game. Truth or dare? Which would you pick? I literally, if you're driving, if you're walking, if you're running, whatever you're doing, pick one. Seriously, right now, take a minute. Which would you pick? We're playing teacher, truth, or dare. Are you going to pick truth or are you going to pick dare? Let's say hypothetically that you have selected truth. I want you to answer this question right now. Why do you continue to teach? And I want you to be super truthful about your answer. Why do you continue to teach? Now, if you pick dare... I've got a dare for you. I dare you to pick up your phone or your computer at the soonest, most convenient time possible. If you're driving, don't do it right now. But the moment that you get parked or the moment that you get home, I want you to pick up your computer or I want you to pick up your phone. And I dare you to email a colleague who you might not have a good relationship with. In fact, I want you to pick somebody who you don't feel super close to on purpose. And I want you to send them an email and tell them how much of a positive impact that they make on your school. Whoa. You did not know that when you selected this episode, you were going to immediately be thrown a challenge because neither one of those are easy. The truth could have taken a little soul searching. The dare could have taken some guts. You might be thinking, no, I'm not going to send one of the people who I don't even agree with educationally an email. Do it. You might be saying, Monica, I don't want to honestly answer that question out loud because my answer might seem shallow or my answer might seem like the easy way out or my answer might sound cliche. See, the truth or dare game creates a lot of vulnerability. It, It stirs up a lot of emotion, but it also stirs up a lot of fun. And I think when you can get emotion and communication and fun all rolled into one activity, that as teachers should cause us to pause and say, How can I leverage that for learning? Because that's what we're going to do in this episode. We are in a three-part series of relationship building podcast ideas. Last week, there was an epic idea about how to build super strong relationships with staff. And this week, we are diving into how to build super strong relationships with students. Student to student, but also teacher to student. And yeah, you've guessed it. The topic is truth or dare. Now you might immediately be thinking, Monica, there's no way in hell that truth or dare can be school appropriate. Well, watch it. Now watch me whip. Now watch me nay-nay. Because what if I dared you to whip a nay-nay in front of your students? Would you do it? Because I hope you're saying yes. If you're like, girl, I don't even know what the whip and nay-nay is. Stay tuned. Because we are going to get into all of the nitty-gritty awesome relationship building details on how you can structure truth or dare to be the best seriously seriously like the best thing that you have done with students to connect with them all year long 
I don't know if you can sense it in my tone, but I am jazzed to dive into this. Let's get rolling. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. So I have taught SEL as a class for 13 of the 14 years that I have been a classroom teacher. And because SEL has been one of my subject areas, and for a few of the years it was the only subject area that I have taught, that means that I'm constantly creating and experimenting and just innovating new activities or games or lessons to get kids talking and to get kids connecting. And Truth or Dare is one of those activities that I have done now for over 10 years. And every single year that I do it and every single group of students that I do it with, I think, man, that brought us to new levels. Wow. I heard things and I saw things and I experienced things that I don't think I could have done with students. I don't think that I could have created that culture in the classroom without the use of this game. Because I think oftentimes games kids see as this competition, which is true. It can be competitive. But I think games are not always about the competition. They're about the communication And they're about the vulnerability. So I want to talk to you about how I specifically structure Truth or Dare. Because it is not like you have probably heard of it or played it in the past. This is a massive remix that is going to leverage a whole bunch of learning. So first thing that's different is students don't come up with Truth or Dares on the fly. I want to make sure that the truth or dares that kids come up with are high quality, school appropriate, safe, mature truth or dare. So step one to this game is I pass out note cards to every single kid in the class. In this situation, this past year, what I did was I gave every single kid four note cards. And on two of those note cards, they had to write truths. And then on the other two note cards, they had to write dares. Again, school appropriate, safe, mature, but maybe a little edgy truths and dares. Things that are going to cause their classmates or yourself to step outside of your comfort zone, to maybe look a little bit silly, to maybe have to dig a little bit deep. But it has to be school appropriate and safe. 
Okay, so those were the rules that I laid out. Now, I have them write them on note cards ahead of time because guess who is proofreading these? Guess who is potentially throwing these away before they're ever used in gameplay? You, me, as the teacher, we are not going to actually include these in the game if the kids can't follow the expectations. But do you know how often I have to take one of the note cards and tear it up and toss it? Very rarely. Very, very rarely, because if we set the tone for the game, nine times out of 10, truly, nine note cards out of 10 are going to be really great for this game. So step one, students proactively make the truth in the dare cards. Then I have two buckets. I've got a truth bucket and I've got a dare bucket. I collect those. I proofread all of those. And then once I know that we've got good quality truth or dares, we're ready for the next part. Because this is not individual truth or dare. I am not calling on one individual student at a time. This is team-based truth or dare. What? I know it's crazy. The dare that I pull from one of the buckets isn't for one student. It's for the whole team. Or the truth is not for the one student. It's for the whole team. So I like to divide my uh, room either in half or you could do it in thirds depending on the size of your class. So maybe you've got three teams of eight. All right. Maybe you've got two teams of ten. You can divide it however you want. But this is team-based truth or dare. Okay. Now the third thing that I want to share is because it's team-based truth or dare, guess how they are deciding whether they want to select from the truth bucket or the dare bucket. Yeah, you guessed it, as a team. So I give them talking time. Literally, I set a timer for 30 seconds and I have the teams get together and I say, talking time of 30 seconds, you guys as a team have to decide in round one, are you choosing truth or are you choosing dare? And I say, go. And then they have to turn and they have to talk. And how they turn and talk is up to them. They can just say, I want to do true. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Me too. Or they can do a vote. But I encourage them to not just have one kid in the group be like, we're doing dare because I said so. No. No, one kid is not going to dominate the group. Everyone's voice is heard. Everyone's opinion is taken into account. And then if you guys don't agree, you have to kind of figure out how you're going to agree. How can you come to a consensus? But one kid is not going to dominate the entire conversation. You as a team decide. When that 30 seconds of talking time is up, they then report back to me what they have selected. But they're not saying everyone on the team wanted to do this except for this one person. So I guess we're doing that. No. Or like we're doing this because I said so. Nope. Listen carefully because this is a really important part of truth or dare. You would say, the kids would say, we as a team have decided that for round one, we are going to choose truth. We're not throwing somebody under the bus. We're not having a negative, nasty attitude about it. We are saying we as a team have decided that we are choosing whatever they chose. I think that structure helps a lot to prove this is not individual truth or dare. This is us deciding as a team. Because I think that connection and I think that camaraderie makes a difference. 
the next part of this is if they said they wanted a truth, then I will pick the truth card out of the bucket and I will read that truth card out loud. And then I will give them 30 more seconds of talking time to decide, are we going to do it? Because every single person on the team has to be in in order to do it. So then they hear the truth and they have to decide, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable answering that. Yeah, I would answer that. Yeah, I'm cool with answering that. And maybe one kid's like, uh, I don't really know if I want to answer that. I don't really know if I have an answer. And the kids are allowed to say, okay, well, can you think of something? Like, is there anything that you could share on that that you'd be comfortable with? They're totally allowed to encourage and uplift and cheerlead their classmates. But it's not a, you're going to answer this. Darn it. You're going to do it. You got to do it. No. This is changing relationships because it's saying we got your back can we encourage you can we uplift you can we help to push you outside of the comfort zone before we actually push you away relationally because you're all in and you're all for it or you're not all in and you're not doing it if you do it your team gets a point if you don't do it your team loses a point yeah I said it if you do it, your team gets a point. If you don't do it, your team loses a point. Because that's also the structure of a real game. It doesn't mean that we're going to be negative and nasty if you guys decide not to do it. It's going to be a, okay, all right. Many of you know about my family feud philosophy. If you don't know about that, there's a whole chapter in, uh, in my book called Game Changers about it. But the structure of this is powerful. And so those are kind of the foundational rules. One, the kids pre-write the truth or dares. Two, we look at those before we ever use them in class. Next, we get the kids into teams. We give them talking time and they say things like, we as a class have decided or we as a team have decided that we are not going to actually perform the dare. Or we as a team, have decided that we are all going to answer the truth. And that's how they gain or lose points in this game. Now, what I want to do in part two of this episode is actually give you real life examples. Because you might be thinking like, so what are the kids, what are some of the dares? What are some of the truths? I want to get into those. And I want to give you real life examples of what kids chose to do and what kids chose not to do and how that actually unfolded in my classroom. This episode's just heating up. You're not going to want to miss this next part. Now, before we get into some of the incredible details of Truth or Dare and how it unfolded in my classroom, I want to officially invite you to participate in the Rooted Classroom course. If you are loving ideas like this, if you are looking for more games, more lesson plans, more ideas, more ways to connect with kids on a life level, then the Rooted Classroom virtual course is for you. This super fun and super flexible course begins on December 1st and registration is open now. It is a 21-day virtual course filled with literally hundreds of ideas on advisory, morning meetings, social-emotional learning, and ways to just 
put the roots before the fruits. How can we connect with kids so they want to connect with our curriculum? There are going to be live events that are going to be streaming virtually so you can get your questions answered. There are going to be dynamic videos. There are going to be engaging discussion questions and it is all for a super affordable price. And probably the best part is you can earn up to 15 hours worth of PD credit for your participation in the course. There is a rooted classroom workbook. You get a PDF digital copy of my book called The Rooted Classroom, which has 15 incredible chapters that you're gonna love. And I'll tell you, one of the chapters is Truth or Dare. So if you are loving this idea, can you imagine getting access to a book that has 14 other ideas, plus videos, plus discussions, all for a really great price, and you can earn up to 15 hours worth of PD credit. Registration for the Rooted Classroom virtual course is open now at monicagenta.com slash courses. That's Monica, G-E-N-T-A forward slash courses, monicagenta.com forward slash courses. I'm going to put a direct link in the show notes, but you guys can get signed up today and the fun starts on December 1st. I would love to build rooted relationships with you during the month of December. Let's get signed up for the Rooted Classroom course. This next part is going to be super fun because I want to give you two samples of truth cards that kids wrote. And I want to give you two examples of dare cards that students submitted as well. So you guys kind of have an idea of what this could look like, sound like, and feel like in the context of your own classroom. So I want to start with an example of a dare. One of the dare cards said, I dare you to call the superintendent of our school district and tell him that he is doing a good job. And the kids are like, what? Are you serious? And I'm like, whoa. And they're like, can we do that? And I'm like, yeah, I, I think that's totally fine. We can absolutely do that. And so then they did a turn and talk. And they're like, would each of us have to talk? And I'm like, yes, this would be on speakerphone. If we do this, if you guys decide that you want to do this dare, I would dial the number. We would put it on speakerphone, but every single person on the team would have to contribute to that phone call. So they did a turn and talk, and I thought, oh my God, I wonder if they're going to do this. Like, is, is a group of middle school kids going to actually call the superintendent? Are they willing to do this? So they did a turn and talk, and here's what I do with the other teams as the turn and talks are happening. I go to the other teams, and I kind of whisper like, hey, if this was yours, would you guys do this? Hey, what are you guys thinking? If, if, if this had been your dare card, would you have called? What would you have said to the superintendent? So I'm engaging them while the other team is doing their turn and talk. And so after 30 seconds, I said, okay, what, what are you guys doing? And then they pick a representative and they say, okay, we as a team have decided that, yes, we are going to call the superintendent. And I was like, oh, dang, this is awesome. So the whole group of kids, and there was like seven kids on this team, they came up. They had kind of practiced what they were going to say. They figured out the order of what they were going to say it. And I dialed the number. It was on speakerphone. So everyone in the classroom could hear the superintendent and what the kids were saying. And I did start this phone call. I said, hey, super. 
Um, calling from Magenta's advisory class. Wanted to let you know we're playing Truth or Dare, and they got dared to call you and share some some positive news. Do you have a second to hear it? And he said, oh, yeah, absolutely. So one by one, every single kid got really close to the actual phone and shared something positive about how the superintendent was doing a super job. The superintendent absolutely loved it. The kids were absolutely freaking out. The teams who were not currently participating were hearing a really high-quality phone conversation. The kids who did the dare were stepping outside of their comfort zone, and they absolutely earned a point. I was so proud of them. The superintendent loved it. What a cool dare. And totally not what kids anticipate when they're signing up to play truth or dare. Now, I want to give you another example, just so completely different of a dare. One of the teams pulled a dare card, and on the card it said, I dare you to do the Macarena in front of the whole class. And I was like, oh, yes, the Macarena. What a classic. What a classic. Earlier in the intro, I mentioned the whip and nene, right? Anytime that there was some sort, sort of like hot organized dance, you know it's going to land in one of these truth or dare cards. So it was Macarena. And I thought, oh, they're going to totally do this. This is silly. This is quirky. They're going to be into it. But I gave them the turn and talk time. And when they were done turning and talking, they turned to me and they said, we as a team have decided that we are not going to do this. And I said, okay, totally respect that. You do understand that means you lose a point. And this was the very first card in the game. So I said, you're starting at negative one. And they're like, we understand. And then I asked, I said, I totally respect that. Thank you for being super respectful about it. Help me to, um, help me to understand how that came about. Like, how did you decide that you weren't going to do it? And they said, well, one person on our team wasn't comfortable with that. And I said, okay, fair enough. And the kid said, straight up, it was me. I'm not doing that dance. And I'm like, that's totally fine. He's like, that's just weird. I'm not much of a dancer. And I said, know that I'm not going to let anybody laugh. And he's like, I know. And my team was really nice about it. But like, maybe if it was a different dance, but the Macarena, he said, he called it the Macarena. Uh, he said, the Macarena, I just like my hips don't move like that. And I said, now you don't have to like move your hips all fancy like the Macarena. You can make it kind of awkward. And he's like, no, I, I'm just, I don't think I'm going to do it. And the class was like, oh, God, just do it. They weren't like that. The team was like, this is so stupid. I can't believe we freaking lost a point for this. No, they operated as a team. And do you know one of the biggest reasons why I think they operated as a team is because of that line, we as a team have decided. They know that they can be calm and comfortable because nobody's going to be thrown under the bus. Two awesome dares, two totally different results. I appreciate both of them because you know what both of them created? Community, communication, and connection. Those are all wins. Now, I want to get into a few examples of truths. Um, I'd like to give you a few that hit a little bit differently, but both created awesome conversations. So one of the cards that got pulled was... Truth or dare, it was a truth. And the truth said, be honest. What is your biggest goal in life? I thought, ooh, that is a good question. And I gave him turn and talk time. And the group that got this 
didn't need the 30 seconds that I gave them. They immediately turned and they're like, okay, we're ready. And I was like, wow, that was fast. And they're like, well, we as a team have decided that we will share. And I said, now here's the thing. I'm going to push you on this one. You can't say like, my goal is to be happy. I think that's good, but I'm going to want to know more. Or it's to have a good job. I'm going to want to know more. So you got to, you got to give me the info if I push for it. And they said, okay. So can I give you some examples of things that I heard for like a life goal? I had one student in my class say one of my life goals is to become a pilot. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. They're like, yeah, like a commercial pilot. I just can't imagine how cool it would be to fly an airplane to help a family member get to a vacation or to fly my grandparent to somewhere that they have never been. And I was like, that is so cool. I did not know that about you. I said, how cool it'd be to fly your former teacher to a speaking event at a school and the student said oh my gosh do you think that could happen and I was like when you become a commercial airline pilot I want you to send me a message I want to know what routes you're flying and I am buying a ticket on a plane and I like got emotional in class about this because I was thinking this through because this kid was like you would seriously come on my airplane and I'm like absolutely what a massive accomplishment and right then and there this silly little truth or dare game became planting seeds. The kid said, my life goal is to become a pilot. We asked questions. I learned more. All the kids were hearing it. And then I said, I want to fly on your plane. And other kids were like, I would fly with you. I would fly with you. And we're building this kid up as they talk about their life goal. How freaking cool. Another student said, my life goal is to be rich. And I said, rich in what? And the student said, what do you mean? And I said, what do you want to be rich in? And the kid said, there's only one way to be rich. And I said, oh, see, now I disagree. I said, I think there's lots of ways to be rich. How do you mean rich? And the student said, in money. And I said, okay, I think you can be rich in money. I think you can be rich in love. I think you can be rich in happiness. And she's like, no, rich in money. And I said, but what is rich? And the student said, having a lot of money. And I said, but how much is a lot of money? And the student said, $200,000. And I said, $200,000 in your bank account or $200,000 per year? And the student said, well, what's average? And I said, average where? And they said, average around here. And I said, yeah, because average in Chicago, average in New York is a whole lot different than average in like a rural Illinois. And so then we started talking about salaries and what it means to have cost of living and that kind of thing. And this student said they would be super feeling rich if they lived in rural Illinois and were making $200,000 per year. What a cool conversation that unfolded. So much learning, so much life connection, so much extra questioning, but it didn't stop there. And I said, you know, $200,000, that is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That is a lot more than a teacher makes in a year. I said, but what's your goal to be rich? Like, what would be the purpose? And one student said, to have enough money to be comfortable and to not have to worry but also not enough money in your bank account where you're just constantly worried about losing it. And I thought, what a cool analysis. I loved that. Enough money to be comfortable. Enough money to not worry. But not enough money that you're constantly worrying about losing all of it. 
how fascinating. Another student said, you know, money can't buy happiness. And a student on their same team looked at them and said, money can't buy happiness. The only people who say that are the people who have money. And I was like, oh, now that's interesting. Let's talk about that. And then we got into this really great conversation of money can't buy happiness. Is that true or is that false? You guys, I want you to know that these truth and dare cards are part of the game. But really what these truth or dare cards are, are catalysts for incredible conversations. The kids wrote the cards. Therefore, those things are already on the hearts and heads of kids. So the kids have taken these things and now we're saying, all right, let's dig into them. Let's dive into these things a little bit more. All of that stemmed from what is your life goal? We had pilots, we had money, we had all these great things unfolding. Another truth card that immediately the team said, we have a team, as a team have decided that we will answer it was, when was the last time that you cried and why? I wasn't sure if all kids were going to feel comfortable answering that. I wasn't sure if all kids were going to feel like they were in a safe, vulnerable place. But the team immediately said, yep, we as a team have decided that we will answer that truth question. And one kid, you know, said something like, yeah, I cried the other day when I stubbed my toe and they had knocked their toe on the side of a couch when they were chasing their cat. Another kid said, yes, I cried the other day when I heard my parents fighting. Things aren't going well at my house. Another kid said, yeah, the last time that I cried was at my grandma's funeral. And I'm like, I'm so sorry to hear that. When did that happen? And the student said, just a few weeks ago, right before school started. And I didn't know that. I hadn't heard about that passing. And so I'm really glad that that moment happened so I could support the students, so I could be aware of it. And what was interesting is, as we were having a conversation about when was the last time you cried, it did create some tears. I personally got emotional in that moment because I was so proud of my students. I was so proud of how open and honest and fun and flexible and supportive and silly they were being all by playing truth or dare at school. You guys, this game is so much more than a game. It's about going on and creating connections with kids. It's about creating compassion. It is about saying to kids, listen, when I say that this is a trusting and loving and safe space, I mean it. And you can mean it too by the way that you show support of your teammates and your classmates, even though that team might not have done the truth and you are going to do the dare. And at the end of the game, it might be five points to two points that is not the purpose of this game. The purpose of this game was for us to build strong relationships with each other. I love Truth or Dare in the classroom. And I think if you structured in this way, you know your kids the best. You know their emotions. You know their abilities. You know their, their hiccups the best. So maybe you have to edit this a little bit to work for your specific students but the structure and the foundation is solid. So, truth or dare, 
Remember back at the beginning, whether you pick truth or you pick dare, now you have to go and actually perform one of those things. If you need somebody to share the truth with, shoot me a direct message on social media. Shoot me an Instagram message. Shoot me an email. If you need help with the dare on how to structure that email because you're like, this is so uncomfortable for me, I would love to help you fulfill the dare. Shoot me an email. How can I help you in this process? Guys, this is just one of the many, 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 many dynamic ideas that are going to be a part of the Rooted Classroom course. I am so excited to dive in. That course begins on December 1st. And as a reminder, registration is open now at monicagenta.com slash courses. I want to officially invite you. If you have listened to this episode and you've loved it and you're like, dang, that's such a good idea. You are going to be blown away by the ideas that are rolling in the entire fun, flexible virtual course where you can earn up to 15 hours of PD credit. You can get signed up at monicagenta.com slash courses. I want to thank you so much for playing Truth or Dare with me. And I want to proactively thank you for playing Truth or Dare with your students. But most importantly, thank you for being here and thank you for living this teacher life. <laughs>